everyone. Welcome back to the Power to Perform podcast. I'm your host, Allie Mallory, and I'm the Clinical Administrative Specialist at PHP, and I have my master's in sport and performance psychology. Today, we're continuing our conversation with Dr. Rachel Walker and Katie Fleckenstein, and I'll let you both quickly reintroduce yourselves. Hey everyone, it's Doc Walk here. Uh, Happy to be on the podcast and Katie's joining us, which is awesome. Katie. Still pumped to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for, thanks for being here. Um, So just to quickly recap what we talked about last week, uh, Katie was kind enough to share just some of her experiences with very common challenges that athletes face uh, when it comes to burnout and just pressure to perform. And Rachel made some really good points about just being compassionate with yourself and uh, using mindfulness as a tool to get there. And so this week, I want to just ask you, Katie, how have you worked through those common challenges that are often seen in competitive athletes like burnout, pressure to perform, stuff like that? So I've been working with a sports psych for probably seven years now, and that always helped me with my performance on hill. But over the past couple of years, I started noticing it wasn't really helping with my mental stability off the hill. And so I started seeing an actual clinical psychologist, and that actually really helped me with my on hill performance as well. Um, that opened the door for me to start looking at the non-athletic sides of being a competitive athlete, kind of the person side. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the person side uh, bleeds into your athletics, just like your athletics bleeds into your personal life. And since being at school, PHP has been a huge resource for me and has really helped me grow my mental game for both athletics and life in general. At the beginning of last season, my coach asked me to be honest with how I was actually feeling. And that was a big turning point for me because I never really realized I was lying about or not lying, (laughs) but like not being honest with how I was feeling. And I've kind of had to remind myself every time that I'm telling myself I'm okay. Are you actually okay? Or are you just saying that to yourself? Mm. And it's been a lot of mental work and I had another injury last season because I wasn't really being honest about it. So it's kind of opened my eyes and helped me work through that a bit more. And then I've just kind of used that as a cue to check in with myself, make sure I'm not sugarcoating, as you said earlier, about kind of how I'm feeling. And another thing is my dad really helped me with this. You have to be your own best friend. Like Mm -hmm. every day, just pump yourself up if you're feeling down or like if you are feeling too high, make sure that's how you're actually feeling, Mm -hmm. not just making stuff up in your head (laughs) yeah and I I really like that like what your dad said about your own best friend because it really speaks to what we were highlighting last time about the compassionate stance and asking yourself what you might tell a friend and also being honest with yourself yeah it's hard (laughs) yeah I I mean I think so that's what I I wanted to highlight right like I I think being honest with ourselves or with yourself as an athlete um, can be one of the most challenging aspects because we're, we're in this environment that you're constantly striving to get better. And so it's also this balance of recognizing when you're just saying you're okay, even if you aren't. And um, to be honest also means like acknowledging, okay, where am I actually at? 
And that's not a negative thing, right? Like I think sometimes our minds can judge us for admitting that maybe we're not where we want to be. Um, but we have to know, and the coaches out there listening to this podcast, it's helpful, right? Like yeah. it's helpful for the coaches to know too, because they can help then coach you where you're at and coach you up. Um, but if you're not honest, then that can lead to burnout. It can lead to injury, like you said. Yeah, I feel like sometimes, for me at least, one of the reasons I wasn't always honest with myself or with my coaches is almost feeling like I was letting them down mm -hmm. or, like, letting my team down, being like, well, oh, you have another injury or, oh, like, you're you're not being positive today. Like, what's wrong kind of thing? Mm -hmm. But when you are honest about it and you do start kind of communicating, actually, like, for me, I have coming back from injuries, it's just, like, it gets kind of scary when you have to be thrown back into a race. Like, I'm actually not very comfortable right now. Like, how can I kind of work through this? Mm -hmm. And they're actually so much more supportive when you tell them how you're feeling instead of just kind of shutting down and not being a great athlete, I guess, or person. Right. Well, and that speaks to the point of if you're not honest with yourself, you're not letting others in to help. And that can be a very lonely place, which also then can impact performance, but also your mental health and how you're doing overall. So and the other thing I wanted to say is, you know, your cues to check in with yourself. How am I really doing? I love that. I think it's a fantastic strategy. Um, I think I'm just going to put a plug plug in here for our Calm app. Um, and the athletes and staff have access to this. The Calm app actually asks you to check in with how you're doing both physically and mentally before you engage with a, a guided meditation. And it's that taking taking pause can actually be really helpful to assess how you're truly doing, which is kind of what you were highlighting. Um, but it's also important to get into the habit of checking in, right? Like it's one thing to just check in occasionally, but the habit to check in with yourself on a daily basis, yes, for those athletes, it's checking in for the practice and the competition, like any races that you're doing, because it's important to acknowledge where you're at. And sometimes you're going, I mean, we all have bad days, right? Like it's part of being human. Um, but we need to also learn how to perform when you're not having such a great day, which was also like you admitting to your coach, Hey, I'm actually not feeling great in the start before, you know, like coming back from injury. How can we work through that together? I mean, it's those check-ins that, that help and then finding strategies and ways to, when you're not having a great day, to show up still, right? Like to, to acknowledge it, but then show up. And some things that can help with that are having cue words to help you refocus, um, knowing what energy level you perform best at. So if you're someone who's kind of that Zen athlete, but you're kind of amped up because you're nervous coming back from injury, it's like, oh, well, I need to let my coaches know, but I also need to know what strategies work for me to bring that level of energy back closer to the Zen, like breathing, the Calm app. Um, <laughs> and then also use of imagery is is a great tool as well that can help on those not so good days to, to remind yourself you've done the training, right? Like to trust that and trust the process. 
Yeah, absolutely. Rachel, like what I hear you saying is that it's helpful when so helpful when someone is having a bad day to focus on what's within their control, which includes practicing mental skills on a daily basis like keywords mm-hmm. or imagery, energy mani- management. And it's cool you can combine these two tools by writing out like an imagery script for a certain scenario that includes telling yourself those keywords. So, like a brief example, Let's say you're having a bad day on game day. Write out what you can tell yourself during the day leading up to the game, right before the game starts, during the game, and after the game that would be helpful when you know you're not in a great place mentally. In your script, try to include all five senses to make it as realistic as possible. And that can be kind of challenging to do scripts on your own, especially if you don't have practice doing it so php is a great resource for that absolutely which is exactly (laughs) what i was about to say (laughs) because there really is that so much that goes into imagery and so meeting with someone at php it would be a great starting point if you're looking for help on how to even like start utilizing it so with that i am going to finish off this podcast with another quote this time from gift guju mona You can never be true to others if you keep on lying to yourself. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you next week.